Hello, this is Caroline, and you're listening to Get a Clue Stories of Business, my podcast about change management, transformation, restructuring. Quite honestly, that's the title. I do whatever I want with this podcast. And as you probably know, I talk about all kinds of topics and I come up with all kinds of imagery, such as herding cats, when I talk about the members of an organization. This is the sixth podcast, and I have to admit, I recorded this. I recorded this a couple of minutes ago and the audio vanished, it was empty. So now I'm here re-recording the podcast, but sometimes that's a good thing because at times it helps you flip the script, slightly alter your focus. And maybe it's a good thing that the first attempt at this podcast is empty. I clicked on the audio file, it was empty. Tonight, because it's tonight and I'm sitting in a hotel room, I want to talk about upskilling. Upskilling is a word that I learned when I worked in London in 2009 for a company that has since been acquired by Garner. It refers to the fact that you help somebody else enable, no, you help somebody else acquire a new skill set, something that they didn't know how to do before. And economic development corporation technology, you would refer to this as capacity building. So if you were to work for the World Bank, the International Monetary Fund, or else the UN Conference on Trade and Development, you would talk about capacity building, which is a very nice way of looking at it. And I want to talk about the two types of skill sets that I have seen myself and witnessed others teach people during a change project. The first example dates, uh, it goes a while back uh, in, uh, from 2014 to 2016, I worked for a big German bank. You don't have to take many educated guesses which financial institution I refer to. And as part of my gig, my two and a half years gig in internal management consulting, I had to dedicate nine months to working on a complex, process optimization and cost reduction project. It was spearheaded by a PMO. PMO stands for project management office. Sometimes people ask me that question and the job really consisted of making people save money. That was really the gist of it. While I was lucky because most of my internal clients were very senior experienced managers, Others had to deal with maybe less versatile, less skilled employees. And one of the skill that I saw my PMO colleagues transfer to some of the internal clients they work with was navigating and completing a business case. I'm not talking about a 20 page Word document. I'm talking about an Excel file that listed how much money you need to invest upfront in order to harvest cost savings and ideally improve a process or introduce a new software or something along those lines. Teaching the business case and helping people to complete it wasn't exactly rocket science, but it still is a skill transfer because you help people that might not be very familiar with business cases per se understand what matters. I'm not going to go into the details because that's not the focus of today's podcast, but still it's, it's a skill that you teach. And I feel like in project management and in change management, a lot of this teaching 
or the fact that you help somebody else build up their capacities goes unnoticed. Then another example, and I have the impression that that is quite common, is when you work with, I want to call them political appointees, because they were made based on a political decision, like, you know, corporate politics decision, is when you work with somebody that is very experienced and certainly has a good skill set, but does not have the skill set that is required for a transformation project. And I am talking about PMO again. So what's really hard to manage is when you work with somebody that was hired to project manage a transformation, and we know how complex transformations are, but then doesn't have the skill set. That's also happened to me, courtesy of my two and a half year, you know, role with the big German bank. I know how project management works. I know the templates. I'm familiar with KPI reporting. I know how to adapt and update a Gantt chart all as well. But all of a sudden, sometimes in a change project, you find yourself having to teach somebody else the basics of PMO. And that's a lot of work and no one accounts for that. So if I had to tell you what are the essential skills in a change project, I wanna say it's actually project management and in some instances, when it's a change project that's very heavily focused on reducing costs, it's knowing how to read, complete, and navigate business cases. And maybe that's very surprising. And you might provide me with feedback at the end of the podcast and say, no, for us it was design thinking or it was coaching coaching employees. That's very interesting. Please share that information with me. I'm talking about recent experiences and not so recent ones. Um, because I really believe or I'm convinced that very often a lot more work goes into transformation and change management that goes undetected. And quite some of it is just dedicated to capacity building or as I said at the beginning, upskilling and no one talks about that but you have to be prepared for that and you have to be a good teacher and you have to have empathy and patience and honestly i'm not the most patient person it's just something to consider when you work on a change project that you do not only implement you teach again thank you so much for listening to me I hope this isn't an abrupt ending of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please let me know your thoughts. I look forward to your feedback and thank you and bye-bye.